Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're lost, I'll find you there, everybody. Welcome to the Football Rebel Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. All to do for the British clubs in the Europa League and Conference League. And Ronaldo scored again. It's Friday, 29th of April. I'm Marcus Bella. I'm Eddie Russell. And I'm Jim Gamble. Oh, I didn't give you room there, did no. I, boys? But you took it. You got in there. Too much weekend. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> You're looking ahead to too much weekend, don't you? Yeah, stuff it all in already. <laughs> you are currently eyeing up the gate that is closed at the moment. You're thinking, is there a little hole for me to squeeze mm, through? Jimmy over that. <laughs> well, you You're giving people... me a bunk up. <laughs> no bunk up, Sandy. No bunk ups at all. Gentlemen. Oh, let's go straight to the Europa League. Yes. At the London Stadium, it was West Ham United 1, Frankfurt, Eintracht Frankfurt at that, 2. And it was... Ah, we, 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 we've enjoyed the Europa League nights, Jim, at, uh, at the London Stadium so much. Yeah. And this, we felt a little bit deflated. It's not over. It's the first leg. It's still all to play for. But we were a bit deflated, weren't we? Oh, very much so, yeah. I feel like... Um... West Ham were good for a draw at least there. Mm. You know, like I feel the result is kind of a little bit... Um, uh, doesn't really tell the story of the games. They push really hard. They hit the woodwork three times, was it? Yeah. Jared Bowen's overhead kick. Oh! What, what a moment. I was just thinking, but when when you started, Jim, I was like, why have neither of them mentioned the overhead kick? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you haven't we started with that? <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it was so... I mean, it was... The, the execution and the technique yeah. was textbook. But it just... Inches and when because you obviously I'm sure most neutrals around the country would be, be cheering on West Ham, Andy. And that happens, you think, you know, when yeah. it's so frustrating when you're watching a game and you want them to score so much, and that happens, you think, oh, 
piss off football because <laughs> 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 it'd been so glorious. But uh, but but two one and David Moyes it was a little bit downbeat post match, um, which is not what we like to see. It's memories of the past. I'll tell you what though, Mikel Antonio wasn't was he? No. Very much. Well, we're going there. We're going to go and win it. Bullish, and mm. I, I think the no Bullish away goals the makes makes a massive difference. It does, doesn't it? But um, the occasion out there is going to be incredible. Well, we saw the, the on-track fans all descend on London as they did in Barcelona, of course, in, in a slightly them, different way in the, the stadium. Them at home is a different kettle of fish. Are you worried it's, for West Ham, incredible. Andy? It sounds like you are. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about. I don't know about worried, but I would. I would say Eintracht are favourites now, which I didn't feel before the game. Mm. I didn't. I didn't see them going mm. to going to West Ham and, and, and winning. But, you know, we can talk about like the, the, the magic of the Europa League this season. It brings something special out of Frankfurt. Like They are not like that in the Bundesliga. They're ninth, aren't they? Yeah. I think of it, certainly around the sort of yeah, the table. Uh, and, the yeah, very much in a, in a state of flux. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, what, what a great performance by them as well. And, and, and after 49 seconds, Canalford uh, uh, scored. And that is exactly what you don't want, Jim, of course. Mm-hmm. But West Ham responded... Bowen himself uh, hit the post and it was a good chance. And, uh, but then Antonio got his goal, the first goal he'd scored since New Year's Day, uh, which was uh, very welcome, of course. Yeah, very much so. And at that point, you thought, OK, they're going to sort of turn the tide a little bit now. They looked like they just started a little bit sloppily and, and had corrected. But mm. Eintracht weren't having that either, were they? It was very sort of... Mm. Um, very... Um, High-quality performance, actually, from both teams, I thought. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of... Um, a lot of really good football on display essentially and Commander really seemed to make a difference but that's um, well of, of course he had that incredible match at the Emirates didn't he in Unai Emery's mm. like last ever ever match as well so mm. he, he loves a bit of London Daichi <laughs> yeah. Kamada but I, I think w- what I really enjoyed about the game there was as you say Jim a sense of from both teams of this is our moment let's mm-hmm. absolutely seize it yeah which is what you really want to see in a in in, in a, a game of that sort of occasion of that sort of magnitude it is yeah i think this game in particular because rb leipzig are the favorites and th- there is more discrepancy between the two sides in that game you would say even though i think that's still alive than this one this is very much a 50-50 type game mm. and and you look at this and, and whoever doesn't Progress will think what a chance. Yeah, absolutely. They will be absolutely gutted. Absolutely. But that's the danger for West Ham, isn't it? I think it that's is. the, and that that was perhaps evident in that kind of opening 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, the sense that like, oh God, oh God, it's all going wrong, it's all going wrong. And yeah. that sort of paralyzes you a little bit. Mm. And that's I mean, a lot of these players don't have experience of of, of going deep into competitions mm-hmm. like this. So that's that's something that they've really, really got to just um just completely negate ahead of the next the next game. They can't play with any nerves, can they? Like every every moment's going to count in that game. No, yeah. but the performance in in Leon is something to is something to grab onto, isn't it? Because it, they they were they were brilliant. They were much better in the away leg than mm. they were in the home leg. There, um, Eintracht have been better on the road than they have been at home, despite that incredible atmosphere. And mm. you know, I, I talked about the incredible atmosphere at, uh, at Frankfurt and those West Ham fans that are, are going will we'll have an amazing time. I, I think. Mm. But having said that, it was super loud at, at Leon. like everyone was I think the West Ham um, travelling fans were really taken mm. aback by that in the in, in the first 20 minutes but you know their team yeah. by growing into the game managed to managed to quell that uh, yeah I mean I think we can forget that you know you, a team can overcome a, a hostile home crowd mm. um, you, you know yeah I, what, my point is this this is levels up from what you're expecting oh. that is that is what I'm saying like oh, I said it okay. brings something special out of them but I think I think Whatever happens, 
and I'm, I'm not saying it's over yet. Far from it. Like I said, I think West Ham could go out there and get the result they want. But this season, you know, West Ham fans have been waiting for this for a, a long time. You know, there are a lot of them who, who didn't want to leave Upton Park, who were sold this move on, we're going to have European football here and we're going to have great nights. And they've had to wait a while. And finally, they have got those, those great nights at last, haven't they? Mm, well, let's hope they have another one. Yes. In, in, mm. in Germany, we should say, by the way, that West Ham are inve- investigating an alleged attack on uh, a couple of German journalists reportedly in the first half after uh, Mikel Antonio's equaliser. Yeah, some people would have sort of read this and, uh, and so yeah, It's on. pretty awful. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. It's uh, yeah. horrible stuff. And we've, yeah, a great shame because uh, West Ham fans have been a great credit to themselves in this competition and, and added so much to the atmosphere. But hopefully, those who are um, alleged to have done this, uh, justice is done. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, we should say though, West Ham and, and European semi-finals and Eintracht Frankfurt—they uh, last met in uh, before this one in the seventy-five, seventy-six Cup Winners' Cup semi-final. Frankfurt won the first leg, then two-one, and then West Ham won the second leg, three-one. It's a good omen, Jim. It is. Why even bother with the second leg? Exactly. Just send them through now. <laughs> <laughs> so we can all we can all just calm down uh, for, for, for West Ham's sake. West Ham hosted Arsenal on Sunday. Um, West Ham have barely got any defenders. Uh, Dawson suspended. Kurt Zuma uh, will be uh, at the back. Um, so Arsenal might look to exploit that, Jimmy. You would hope so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't was... make him tense, it's Friday. Yeah, I know, right? You're just yeah. making him tense on purpose. Yeah. Oh, you get, we get the best out of Jim when he's a bit tense. Yeah, I mean, I'm always a bit tense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he relaxes too much, he'll be an absolute mess on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Trust me on that. Um, <laughs> staying in the Europa League, uh, gentlemen, RB Leipzig beat Rangers 1-0, of course. Uh, great goal to win the game it, in the yeah. 85th minute. But I mean, this actually when you look at how the pattern of the game was, is not a bad result, is it? And Cuckoo in particular should have should have made it at least two. Well, he scored before that. I mean, yeah. I mean it's, it's rare that a player who scored over 30 goals in a season has a miss of such magnitude that his teammates have to peel him off the floor yeah. and go, come on, come on, son. It's yeah. all right. But that's what happened when he rounded McGregor and... I, th- I think mm. he had to go it? quite wide, didn't it? It wasn't necessarily as simple as. Oh no, you're falling into the Ali, Ali McCoy's uh, trap. Her <laughs> commentary was like, "I'm looking for a reason why he missed that. <laughs> yeah. Why did he miss that? Strikers Union, Andy. Yeah, but then he, did, but then McCoy's was very uh, clear in that he felt and Cuckoo should have scored. Yes, <laughs> you know, so, so he, he wasn't uh, ambivalent about that. Well, the, the way Angelino hit that, mm. I, I, I know it was it was tricky for McGregor because it came through a load of people. It bounced just in in, mm. in front of him, etc. The way he, like a non-forward player, got his body around the ball to hit it like that. That that was amazing. That was really a, a, amazing goal. Yeah. Well, talking of home uh, crowds and, and advantage and all that kind of stuff, that's what Rangers will be looking at here, yeah. Jim, because th- they are the second best team in this yeah. um, in this matchup. You know, RB Leipzig are, are a good side. We've seen them in the Champions League, of course, recently, and uh, and, and and I say they are favourites. But then Borussia Dortmund were favourites as well, and we saw what Rangers did to them. Now that was off the back of a, a winning performance in in the first leg, but I think. So when you look at these games, you have to kind of look for the positives. And the positive is Rangers will be roared on by a very raucous home support and they need to win the game. They know what they need to do. Yeah. 
So uh, we shall see. I mean, it's gutting for them that Morelos got that injury and, and Kamar Roof, if he comes back, that'll be a, a, a bit of a, a, I mean, a bonus. But they did look a bit toothless. Morelos is a huge, huge miss for them, isn't it? The timing couldn't be worse on that. It's a yeah. shame. Well, he scored so many goals in European mm. competition as well. Well, so, he's just clinical, isn't he? And that's exactly what they're going to have to be. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Andy, do you think... Not, I mean, it's, it's a tough one for Rangers, that. Nil-nil would have been a good result. Even with that result, they would still uh, be up against it, of course. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Leipzig are really, really good and um, they've got loads of options off the bench as well. I think if you look at their form since Domenico Tedesco took over as mm. coach, they're more prolific away from home. Yeah, You know, you look at um, six goals at um, Greutherford, to Hertha, they won 4-1 at Borussia Dortmund, um, they went and won at Atalanta. They are more comfortable yeah. on, on the road. The atmosphere, going back to what we were talking about, is is the big variable. In that, because I, I don't really think you can make the Dortmund comparison. I know Dortmund have finished second, but their results have gone way past their performances. That was not a great Dortmund side. Yeah, the the Rangers be even though they've they, they deserve an enormous amount of credit for doing so. And if you look at the points totals in 2022, I think I might have said this yesterday, but Leipzig have more points than anyone else in the Bundesliga in this calendar year. They're in Nick. Yeah, they I, are. I think it's difficult. Tedesco, four years younger than Alan McGregor, of course. <laughs> wow. Fascinating. And he wouldn't yeah. have saved that either. <laughs> I don't think he would have done, yeah. Uh, fascinating career, though, uh, yeah. Dominic Tedesco. Very interesting. Yeah, he got, he got higher marks than uh, Julian Nagelsmann in their, um, in their coaches' exams. They were in the same class. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely love that. Also, uh, Rangers have got the small matter of uh, the old firm derby uh, in Oof. between times as well, which is <laughs> really not what you need at that point. Scheduling, eh? Yeah, indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. Blame the schedulers, um, as uh, Jurgen Klopp would do. Um, Andy, Leicester won, Roma won. You were there. You were in the Midlands of this fine nation uh, to witness uh, Jose Mourinho's Roma, which, of course... They should always be referred to as. Yes, they should. And that they they were Jose Mourinho's Roma last night because he was it, it he was on good form on the touchline. He was on absolutely great well, form. Well the game on the went touchline. to plan really. I mean they scored first and then it was a case of uh, just sort of sitting in and uh... Yeah, I'm not sure the second half went to plan. They got absolutely battered in the bit between half time <laughs> and, and and the equalising goal. But the they weird, didn't lose the game, so the, it did the, go to plan the, in a the way. Weird thing. Yeah, I suppose in terms of the final result, yeah. If there's but, one man who just cares about results and nothing else, it's yeah. Mourinho. Yeah, I don't think anyone plans for their team not to get out of their half for for, for, for like for like 25 minutes. I don't know, Andy. <laughs> but I think it was interesting because the, the, the equaliser obviously really raised the atmosphere to mm. the sort of levels that it was at the, the start. But it, it kind of seemed to say Leicester. It was, it was weird because mm. they were absolutely on fire for the first bit of that second half. And once they equalised, Roma started thinking, yeah, I suppose we should, like, you know, we, we can't just sit on this for the entire game. Mm-hmm. And they started to come out. You had that um, chance for Sergio Oliveira that yeah. Tammy Abraham created as, as well. Great bit of great Tammy. bit of forward mm-hmm. play from him. Yeah, he, he, he grew into the game as well. I, I think we'll probably see more of him in the second leg. But um, Maybe uh, Castle from, around him. From, yeah, well, from, from Leicester's perspective, I felt um, James Madison feels like Good old James Madison yep. at, at the moment. You know when he's he's playing that sort of level that you think, God, I would love to be in a team with him. Yeah, he would make he makes everyone look good. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but Mourinho said uh, that the game was too good for the Conference League. I mean, he has a point. That, <laughs> but uh, but that is again peak from Mourinho. Jim, what did you think of Claudio Ranieri saying before the game that he would be supporting Roma? He is from Rome, isn't he, Ranieri? Yeah. 
So yeah. yeah, I mean, I know, I know what you're getting at. It's but, still, um, still piss poor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I still have that montage before kickoff with him on it and everything, and all the crowd joining. Oh yeah. dear, is he me. turning heel? Be heartbreaking. Is, it, is Renier becoming a villain? I don't think he could ever be. No. Um, good to see Jamie Vardy back, though. Speaking of villains, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, always. So I mean, that's the. Um, that's an X factor to sort of compare to Mourinho, yes. isn't it? So, well, I think so. Imagine Vardy getting the winner in Rome, just fucking giving it the big in front of Mourinho. I think Leicester are going to do this. Well, the, yeah. thing, the thing is, as well, if he scores the winner in Rome, mm. there's the whole when. running track for him to do a lap of honour around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be fun. He's, yeah. he's definitely going to get a late winner in Rome and he's going to stick it up all of them. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and But I tell you what, old brother Brendy was very upbeat after the match, said he was pleased with his team's performance and he said, we know we can travel and get the job done and we're really looking forward to that next week that, they had a nice cuddle on the touchline during the game what Mourinho uh, Ma- and Mourinho and, and, and Mourinho Brandy. did that thing as well after the game right immediately after the whistle they shook hands and he brought him in and he just started talking in his ear and you thought oh, the, the, the never stops yeah exactly you just know <laughs> he'll have been laying on compliments yeah. you know and just yeah, that, that's fine but Mourinho himself said that uh Again, the home support um, will, will will make a difference for them. Always t- talking about the home um, support. Apparently, it's sold out the Stadio Olimpico for this game. Over yeah, it was, sold, it was sold out for the Buddha Glimpse game as well. Yeah. And, and it is something you're right to underline that because it's an enormous stadium well, and yeah. it doesn't often sell out. Yeah, you? exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's that, the Mourinho factor. That's what it is. That's there, that's a hundred percent. It isn't it? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, we should mention Harvey Barnes made a difference when he came on. He's great. Yeah, and uh, also nice to see Chris Smalling as well. What a good game he had. Yeah, he did actually have a decent game and, and did a good job on Vardy, you would say. Yeah, when when I went to see Roma back in February, um, <laughs> this bloke, like every time that Smalling won a tackle, just got up and shouted really loudly, Chris, Chris è fortissimo! Chris è fortissimo! Oh, I yeah. really enjoyed that. Well, it's, you know, what does that mean? Chris is very, very strong. I thought it was, would be Chris is a fortress. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's cool. I think I think they should go with that next yeah. time. Maybe that's where the word comes from. Jim, Leicester, are they going to go through? Say it now, baby. Yeah, yeah of course they are. I honestly, th- I, 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 I think they will. I, I, I really do. I think they've got. Um, they were a brilliant in, opportunity. They were brilliant in that second leg in Eindhoven, weren't they? Yeah, they were exactly. Yeah. yeah, and which is when they had to dig deep. But and Madison came into his own, and and and, and so yeah. on and so forth. Uh, Leicester go to Spurs on Sunday afternoon. Jim, we know who you're going to be supporting mm-hmm. then because you want Arsenal to finish fourth. Otherwise, you're generally pro anything North London. Yeah, why not? Um, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mourinho was reflecting <laughs> on his Spurs sacking this week and said, in my long career, so many things have happened, good and bad, and that one is quite unique. But I must say that Daniel Levy is also quite unique. <laughs> I love it. When he when he comes back to England for a game, yeah. he's just like, oh, I've got some dirty laundry to uh-huh. air here. <laughs> Tons of it. Tons we, haven't, of it. we haven't asked you that. But the thing is, the press will have asked him about that, though, yeah, won't yeah. they? He was asked about if he had any um, tips for Ten Hag recently, didn't he? And um, <laughs> Like, it was, someone, someone said to him do you have any tips for Ten Hag at your former club and he said something like um, you've hit the nail on the head there my former club it's not my club now yeah. essentially who cares what, what, what is he meant to say though yeah I know is I agree it, is, is but that's psychological warfare pick a fight with your best players yep. just war of attrition really that's yeah. what it's all about yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it, part of the um it's part of the Mourinho America round, though, isn't it? You ask a stupid question and he will give you a brilliant answer. Yes, yeah, yes. indeed, yeah. He would probably just say, well, make sure you don't finish second because apparently that's not good enough yeah. for everybody. Or win half a trophy like yeah. we did at Spurs. You'd <laughs> uh, be pleased to know, though, Jim, that uh, Spurs versus Leicester, John Moss is refereeing. 
Yep. And he and Martin Atkinson are going to retire at the end of the season. Always sad to see them go. Mm. But, you know, they, they have... You make, a... you make it sound as if they're going to a retirement home together. Yeah. Well, they might be. Retirement island. Yeah. Where's Mark Clatton? Where the referees go? <laughs> <laughs> Good old Clats. Um, it did remind me, though, and that video surfaced again of uh, Richard Keyes and Andy Gray when uh, they were left nearly speechless. Yeah. Uh, not quite speechless. Not a lot of things make me speechless, Richard. Yeah, exactly. Love a list of them. <laughs> well, they... Love a list of them for future use. <laughs> yeah, they, they, that was, of course, when John Moss has got the name Mossy inscribed on his boots, yes. which we assume he'll be um, wearing for that game uh, involving Spurs and Leicester. Uh, but Richard Keyes and Andy Gray were terribly offended by this. Mm. If, you, if, you, if you remember the video. I do. Um, it's always worth remembering what they get up to over there. <laughs> and uh, and Richard Keyes uh, called for, for John Moss to cut it out. Yeah. You're not the star of the show, John. You're not the star of the show. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> astonishing, isn't it? They are just like they're, they're just perfectly pitched yeah. as like all-time great comedy characters. Can you they get just your, happen to be real? Can you get your name sewn on a pair of brogues that you're going to get on TV? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you'll find the Cuban heels, Andy. Yeah, and you can still find them. All right, everybody, let's go for a quick break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to Football Ramble. Yeah, maybe just one small bit of the Football Ramble. Hi, I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Martin Keown, Keown. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. As Martin just said, everybody, it's the preview show sponsored by Betway. OK, it's time for some emails. If you've got something for us, show footballramble.com. Yes, Ben has been in touch and he says, when I was about 16, I did a bit of work experience with a physio team at Sheffield Wednesday. I was given strict instructions by the head physio to phone him when I arrived at the training centre and not to approach the main entrance or speak to security or anyone else. When I arrived, I phoned the physio and he came out to collect me from the car park, taking me in a side entrance and checking down each corridor when we went in and when we were walking around the centre. 
I sat in the physio room with the physio team while they did their morning prep with the players, most of whom ignored me. Gary Medine was actually quite rude and a bit of a knob, but David Prutton was very nice and called Medine a dickhead for being rude. Well done, Prutton. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, once the morning prep was complete, the physios led me to the gym, again checking each corridor before they would let me in. I asked what all the secrecy was for and they said that the manager at the time, Gary Megson, mm. was absolutely terrified of secrets being leaked and everyone bar players and staff were banned from entering the building. Those few days, several players came in for medicals with transfers that hadn't been announced yet. Players discussed their contracts, transfers, all sorts, right in front of me, obviously not caring that I was there. I guess a ginger Mourinho had a point. I never spilled any of their secrets, though. Oh. Until now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I love the thought of, like, Megson locking everything down, just getting really, really paranoid, <laughs> trying to trying to r- root out the leaks. Yeah, Gary, Get Megson. those rats. Who would have thought he could be such a... Colonel Kurtz of South Yorkshire. There mm. we are. There we are. Love that. Excellent email, Ben. Appreciate that. Show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble for that kind of crap. Now, everybody, let's turn our attention to the Premier League. Manchester United 1, Chelsea 1. A little bit of Thursday night Prem action, everybody. Mm. We, we didn't need that, though. We had the Europa League, so, yeah. But fine, OK, <laughs> it happened. Um, scheduling, once again. Um, yeah. How did Chelsea not win this match? I, I, I mean, you know... Four wins in 16 for Manchester United. Yeah. It's not that inspiring, but, you know, they just, it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Chelsea was so much better. I mean, Gary Neville said in commentary during the match, obviously, United are the type of team for any football fan watching that you almost want to get beat. They need beating because they set a really poor example around work ethic and trying and all the things that parents and teachers tell their children every single day. This lot get paid a fortune and they are walking. Embarrassing. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty full on from Gary, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he gets very emotional about Man United and I, I, I quite enjoy it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I think the thing with Man United is you get the sense that it's a team of players and really a manager as well who just really want this season to be over yes. mm. and one man who just really, really wants to get the best out of every single moment that's left of his playing career, which is mm. in, in the shape of Cristiano Ronaldo. So it's a weird... It's, they're a very weird kind of prospect to watch they are and but it's... What's, what's less weird I, th- I think Jim is that the last two matches that Manchester United have played and the last two results have kind of put me at ease because what's been such a weird thing particularly in this calendar year is the fact that you've looked at Manchester United consistently and thought they're miles off they're miles off and actually if you look at the table they've been in with a chance yeah. of, I know this is of it getting they just won't go four. away and, and now we're reaching the point where mm. Statistically, yes. you know they're not gonna they're not gonna reach the top four. I mean, what they played two more games than Arsenal, yeah, and five five points, five points behind. behind. It's not happening, is no. it? No, no, it it goes down as a poor season. There's no two ways about that. And despite the efforts from the uh, the ancient Cristiano Ronaldo, that they're not going to get into the into the top four. I would like to say though, that turning our attention to Chelsea, I mean, they will be disappointed they never won the game, although. You know they are going to finish in the top four, but Reese James was superb last night. Just a joy amazing, to watch. Amazing, amazing. I mean, he really is such a phenomenal player. I mean, he, I just I could wax lyrical about him all day. That he can play fullback and play wingback, and he can also play in a back three as well. But he's just so tenacious, just like the machine-like energy and 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 stamina, yeah. um, creativity, crossing. I guess yeah, that's the point, isn't it, Marcus? Tactical, uh, you know, positioning, all the rest yeah, of it. He his has, attacking plays brilliant. He could be. He'd have been a winger in a different era. Yeah, he could be um, the best, well, what do you, let's say, fullback. Uh, one of the best fullbacks in the world for the next 10 years. That, if he's not already, you know. Uh, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? What you were describing there, Marcus, it takes it away from, you know, what you're thinking about 
England's right backs. It's like Scotland's left backs. It's just like <laughs> this ridiculous, sort of incredibly profound well. But there is the possibility that he can go and play play elsewhere, like in another position. He it could, could be it could be anything he wants to be. Whenever I see him, I just think he's an enormous advert for his dad's coaching, isn't he? Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah. incredible. Well, what was, a walking billboard. When you, yeah, when you say that he could play anywhere, but. I don't, I'd give him that right side. You know what in Barcelona you well, say? Danny Alves, it? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Say Danny yes. Alves, just the, the whole channel, mate, that's yours. That's what that's... He is, he is the reason why Trent Alexander-Arnold won't get 50 caps for England. Probably. Mm. You know, that, 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 that's it. He, he is so... That, that is an extraordinary thought in itself, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, I, I love Trent. I think he's absolutely brilliant. And, and as you say, when you look at I love Trippier as well. I still love Carl Walker. You know, yeah, when you yeah. kind of get it with England. But he will be the successor to Carl Walker, what, what, what Walker's done. And could even go on and be a better player. Than that's, that's the thing. I mean, it, it might put a cap on the amount of appearances that Walker can make for England as well, because mm-hmm. because he's but been Walker's a, done okay. But he's because he's been around for a long time. You think Walker's older than he is, but he's he's, he's got a long time to go as well. Yeah. I mean, he could become a third centre back as well, couldn't he? That's a, that's another well, which he sort of has op- done option well. for him. Oh, I love all this England chat. Nowhere near international. It's your Friday as well, Marcus. It is, well, it is Friday, Andy. That's yeah. why we're doing it. Um, though uh, we should uh, mention um, Manchester United uh, a little bit more. Sadly, uh, Ralph Rangnick is considering an offer to become Austria manager. Now, apparently, that is quite advanced. Like, what the bloody hell? Yeah, Honestly, well, it, a bit of a job share, Manchester United consultancy role, which shouldn't take too much of his time. Uh, six days every month for two years, <laughs> and uh, yeah, a bit of a. Jo- I mean, it's an absolute shit show. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> key, key figures at your club in job shares. <laughs> this guy was meant to come in and like revolutionise the whole club. Oh, he's the he's the godfather of modern German football, all the rest of it. Yeah, he's but been crap he was... in the dugout, and this now he's a bit like, ah, oh, do you know what? But he was he was never given the tools to do that. It was. It was. I'm not blaming that it him. Wasn't going to work. I'm not blaming him completely, Andy. But it's not been good. It's not been inspired. I just think, like, just become like what Chelsea have done in the last ten years or whatever it's been. Just, just hire good managers, sign good players. You should do all right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You'll do better than what you're doing right now. It's just. It is. It, I mean, it's still a hangover from Ferguson. Yeah, this is but, the problem. I mean, if you look at the, the summer business they did, the, they did sign good players, right? They had a really good window on paper, and it's and still it's yeah, well, whatever whatever's happening at the club behind the scenes is 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 they're, standing they're, in the way. They're of a good Everton, is what they are. Oh, big talk, mate. Big talk. Ow. Yeah, that that's what it is right now. Loads of money, some good players, no idea what's going on. They've won a few trophies. It seems like a while ago mm. now. Blah 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 blah. It's it's an it's well, a it's a that's such show. an epitaph of good I, I, Everton. I, I, I think this might be a little short sighted, Marcus, because in bringing in Ten Hag, yeah. they have got um, something they've not tried really since since Ferguson left. Donny van der Beek, which is a a, a a kind of essentially an up and coming manager, mm. right? Who's who's going to bring in new ideas and perhaps spend the sort of best years of their career there. Like obviously with Mourinho, Van Gaal, they've done a lot in the past. David Moyes was a different sort of sort of idea. Solskjaer was essentially a sort of nostalgia appointment. So this. To, to their credit, they're trying something new, right? Young, and we, and we, and I think we all agree they have to try something the new. The up-and-coming 52-year-old Eric yeah, Zeno. All right, but okay. Yeah, maybe you're right. But <laughs> Just... it's it's still a different profile of manager from that from that that's come before. Yeah, okay. Could have got Antonio Conte. <laughs> Silly sausages. But Ten Hag is going to come. He's going to come in with some new ideas, and my goodness, they need them. Uh, and according to uh, Kevin Conboy, one of his uh, former players at Utrecht, he has some quite odd methods uh, when it comes to making sure his players aren't sloppy on the ball. Um, old Kevin said, you could have 10 good passes and one that bounced a little bit 
and if it did, he would make a frog sound, almost like a duck's quack, like he was jumping as it had to be on the floor. See? New ideas. Mm. They've not tried someone who quacks like a frog. <laughs> it's, it sounds yeah, to me... anyone... I've I've missed Solskjaer. I love a bit of nostalgia, me. I love the 90s. Get him back in there. Let the good times roll. It sounds to me like, on a mistake, he was actually making Pusha T's ich sound. It could be. I think think that's what he's doing. It could well be, Andy, my goodness. No one quacks, do they? I mean, come on. Apart from Eric. um, uh, Speaking of Chelsea and Everton, they're playing each other uh, at Goodison Park. Frank Lampard's derby. That's what, no, that, sorry, that, that doesn't work, does it? Because you just managed that way. Yeah. It is the Frank Lampard derby. That is literally the only <laughs> phrase that doesn't work. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> of all the phrases I could have used, my giddy aunt, everybody. Uh, but also, uh, let us take a, a little glance at, um, at, at the bottom of the table. Watford are playing Burnley on Saturday at three o'clock. Burnley, with a little bit of, uh, 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 you know, um, what's the word I'm, I'm, I'm looking for? Um, momentum. Uh, momentum, absolutely. Have the chance to pull five points clear of Everton before... Everton face Chelsea, which would put a lot of uh, pressure on them. And of course, Chelsea will be firm favourites uh, for that one. Reports say that Roy Hodgson will leave Watford at the end of the season, even though they pull off the great escape. It's very unlikely that they're going to pull off the great escape. Yeah. As I say, that 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 last minute loss to, to Brentford was was quite damning. The real question is: yes. is can they make it difficult? For Burnley, mm, because yeah. so recently after the the Norwich game, which obviously finished Sean Dyche, you do think are Burnley going to go there thinking, yeah, we're in a decent spot, and then end up getting beaten by some no hopers that are going down anyway. Yeah, mm. I, I mean that that is that is the question really. Mm. So for Burnley, this is I think quite a, a dangerous game. The one thing is Watford are epically shit at home, aren't they? Mm. Well, they are, and and the stats back that up. They've lost each of their last ten home games, and no top flight side has ever lost eleven games at home in a row. I mean, this is not the stuff that they wanted Roy Hodgson to do when he when he went there. But by the way, you said I was scathing about Manchester United comparing them to them. I mean, you just called Watford a bunch of no hopers. No, I, I said epically shit at home. Yeah, as well. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right, you are. Thanks, yeah. Marcus. <laughs> just boot them while they're down a couple of times. Uh, yeah, so Burnley, probably favourites for this one, but they've got to do it. And it's a chance for them, as I say, to, to really put the pressure on, on Everton. Uh, and Burnley themselves are being linked with Wayne Rooney. It, for the managerial job, I should say. I mean, it's a weird rumoured shortlist, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer also featured high up on the odds. What did I just say? Bit more like it. Yeah. Bit more like it. <laughs> Norwich face Aston Villa, Jim Campbell. And if Burnley win and Norwich lose, which is very possible, Norwich will be relegated. Yeah. You can high five Fulham on the way down again. Up yours. Probably not mine. Yeah, but just, you know, that's a bit disrespectful to two fine football clubs. No, it? it just happens every time. Fulham, Fulham are getting promoted, which yeah, Jim exactly. is just pointing out. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll take Go it. Go back. back to clacking your clacker. Yeah. All right. I'll... It's going to be a. a crazy weekend okay I'll pull it back jangling down the keys around in yours. a weird way <laughs> well it's interesting so yes we could have the first uh, side relegated from the Premier League on the weekend yeah I mean it's, it is inevitable isn't it being, being serious about it and it must be so frustrating for Norwich it's been a, a bleak old season mm. just like the one before it when they were here and well, you, you wonder what they do next much like Manchester United they just want this season to end don't mm-hmm. they so they could enjoy the good times again in the championship uh one side that aren't going to be relegated is Newcastle United. Andy, your local team, they True. face Liverpool. They get it. They get it going on uh, on Saturday at twelve thirty. Uh, big news from Liverpool is Jurgen Klopp has announced that he's agreed a two-year contract extension, committing him to Liverpool until twenty twenty-six, which is good news all round. Mm. Be happy with that, wouldn't you, Jim? As a Liverpool fan, 
He's uh, done enough to convince if I, them. If I were a Liverpool fan, I, I think I'd be pretty delighted with that. Yeah, because um, <laughs> well, I mean, we don't know how the season's going to end for 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 Liverpool. People are starting to talk about a quadruple now. Although it's taken a while for that chapter to happen. No, right? it hasn't. Do you, do you not think? There's been oh. the, people talking about it for months. You, you think? Yes. I don't know. All right. Well, f- either way, right. Uh-huh. The fact it's even still in play is remarkable. And it you is. look at you look at the you know the, the, when they won the Champions League last time. That feels like ages ago. Yeah, and, it does. you know they've had some. Which team do you pick out of this era era to mm. describe as the best one? It's still, mm. it, it could well be this one. It could be the one that won the league. Like the, it's they are absolutely phenomenal. He is one of their all time great managers, and we're talking about Liverpool here. Like yeah, they're, I think they're if a he team goes, that have achieved so much. If in he football. goes well, so, right. to the end of this contract extension, he will have outlasted Bill Shankly. He will really? have had a longer spell at the club than Bill Shankly. Wow, which is which is amazing. Now mm. we know like that Klopp after Mainz and Dortmund is a serial monogamist, but I think. The interesting thing is not just what this does for Liverpool, but what this does for the rest of the Premier League. Because I think if you're Antonio Conte at Tottenham or if you're Eric Ten Hag coming in at Manchester United, you hear this news and you think, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, you've just been counting down to 2024 when oh, Klopp's gone, Guardiola's gone. Then maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, really? Yeah. Really another two years? <laughs> his, his, his wife made him do it. That's right, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, it made him do it. She inspired him to do it, I think. Because apparently when they sat down for the contract talk, he said, or there was, there was the, the chat about it, um, he, he said, oh, what do you think? And she went, we're going to stay another two years. And he was like, all right then. <laughs> uh, but he also said, when the owners brought the possibility to renew to me, I thought, do I have the energy and vibe to give of myself again? There are two things he has. Yeah, exactly, yeah. To give of myself again what this amazing place requires from the person in the manager's office. The answer was very simple. I'm in love with here and I feel fine. <laughs> was, uh, the chant they, they 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 sing to Klopp on the uh, on the terrace. You know when you, when you when you said about um, Newcastle Liverpool and a, a two year extension, I thought mm. you were going to talk about Fabian Cher looking lovely in a suit. Ah, uh, well, yeah, no, yeah, important extension as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but he's, he's good for them, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you would argue. But Dwight Gale has been awarded Trainer of the Month by Eddie Howell at Newcastle. I mean, that's not quite the same as a two year contract, is it? <laughs> but it's an award, Andy, isn't it? In a club that has been starved of silverware, you know, at so least they're giving one of them silverware to themselves now. <laughs> you think Eddie Howe's been to one of those like the sports shops where you can yeah. buy like the mini yes, trophies? Yeah. Absolutely, trainer of the month you are. Um, or so... maybe, maybe it's you know some sort of trainer that's been sprayed gold. That's true. That's very true. Well, well, good on Dwight Gale. He probably won't feature though uh, against Liverpool because um, uh, he's uh, never been named in one of Eddie Howe's starting 11s. Tricky one for Liverpool, this, I, I think. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I still have the feeling that Liverpool might edge the league. But I think if you look at the rest of their games, mm. this, and obviously Klopp really wanted it to be pushed back to a later kickoff as well, didn't he? After the, well, he loves the, a bit of that, the, yeah. the Champions League. Scheduling. And, um, exactly. Uh, Newcastle have been on fire at home. The atmosphere there is incredible mm. at the moment. Guimarães and... Um, Joel Inton are playing amazingly well. Mm. And I think that's the big difference. When you look at the fixture lists, and I know that points might be dropped regardless of what the actual fixture list is, given mm-hmm. a fair wind, et cetera, et cetera, demands elsewhere. But I think that is one of the biggest differences in Liverpool and City's remaining fixture list in that Newcastle have to go to City, mm. but they have they host Liverpool yeah. and I think I think that's a difference because them, them at home in a way are very very different here's my prediction for you boys I think Manchester City will win the league okay and I think Liverpool will win the FA Cup and the Champions League okay I think Liverpool will win the Cups do you think this game will have any influence on it uh, no 
Uh, I don't because I think Liverpool will win it, but I just think Manchester City will keep their cool in the league and uh, mm. and get over the line. Also, um, there are two games at St James's Park this weekend oh, because yeah. Newcastle United's women's team are playing at St James's Park for the first time ever mm. on Sunday. Big news. Great. Yeah. Lovely old job. Lovely old job. Um, one man who often lit up uh, Newcastle United's uh, stadium, St James's Park, is of course Alan Pardew. Mm. And he's had some big contract news of his own. Um, he's been made the permanent manager of CSK Sofia until the end of next season. So presumably, much like Liverpool fans are delighted with Klopp, that um, the CSK Sofia fans will be absolutely delighted with this. And uh, he said on the club's website, my goal is to leave a legacy in CSK in the future and these young coaches who will work with us now. He can win silverware within a fortnight with the Bulgaria Cup final coming up. That's how good the man is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cup final just appear. Yeah. Um, let Just do the dance, Alan. We can slag you off and everybody's happy. Okay? <laughs> That's all we want, really, isn't it? Yeah, I, I imagine if he do just does that? the dance again. Do you like want to see that? Within a fortnight. Do you want to see Within a fortnight of taking over, he's <laughs> dancing in his technical area. Is there any news Love on whether it. he did the dance after winning on penalties in the semi? I don't think there was, Andy. He'll save himself. I think he only dances for finals. Yeah. <laughs> a good policy to have isn't it <laughs> very, a very good policy to have um, well there we are everybody uh, all eyes on the Bulgaria Cup final coming up soon um, gentlemen it's time for Betway's 4 to score uh, 4 to score of course is free each week pick the first goal scorer in Betway's 4 selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot make sure your selections are submitted before the first game further tees and C's apply game 1 Everton versus Chelsea Sunday at 2pm Andy who have you picked Kai Havertz should have had a goal at Old Trafford. He's been saving them up for Goodison. Really? Do you know Reese James could have got a goal at uh, Old Trafford? He could have got a winner. I forgot to mention that. Mason yeah, Mount. He could, but why are we winching him into this bit about Kai oh, Havertz? Okay, you've picked Kai let, Havertz. Let, let Kai have his room. Okay, yeah. Game two, Spurs versus Leicester City, Sunday at 2pm also. Jim, who are you going for? I have gone for Son Heung-min because uh, he is particularly exceptional at home, isn't he? Mm. So I think, uh, yeah, him. There one. Uh, game three, West Ham versus Arsenal, Sunday at 4.30. Kate Mason had this to say. Hello, Christ's sake. I've just realised that West Ham aren't going to care about winning this one at all, are they? Thanks a bunch, guys. Uh, let's go for Bakayo Saka because he's on pens and I think he's due a goal from open play. Saka to score first. Good choice for Kate. Good choice. Uh, in game four, Manchester United versus Brentford, Monday at 8pm. I've picked Ivan Tony. Yes! Go on, Tone. Go on, Tones. I think he's going to do it. So there we are. There are the the, the, the picks. Everton versus Chelsea. Kai Havertz. Uh, Spurs versus Leicester City. Song Hyun Min. West Ham versus Arsenal. Bakai Saka. And Manchester United versus Brentford. Ivan Tony. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. You can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply. You must be over 18 and do gamble responsibly. For more information than that, head to begambleaware.org. And now it's time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. This is why you're all fucked. It's Jim's game. <laughs> the weekend's nearly here. Oi, oi. I'm taking the reins for the game. Ugh. Give him the keys no. until the end of the game. Yeah. Getting the keys. True. No, Come on, put the keys in the, the bowl the like we spoke about. All right, the keys are in the bowl. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, so Andy, I believe you're champion at the moment. Or, or certainly leading the league. So that of course means, he is. Marcus, you are to go first. Oh, you? goody gumdrops. Yeah, you're all right with that? So are you ready? Yes. You got your, got your brain ready? Uh-huh, I Brought think it so. with you? Yes. Cool. All right. Your first player, they have played for four clubs. Mm-hmm. They are 
Phil Jagielka. They are Phil Jagielka. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> that's just how I worded it. Oh, okay. Oh, bloody balls. Bloody balls. <laughs> Fireballs. Uh... You're going to have to stop uh, distracting us with just word association about balls, Marcus. I, I am at some point, aren't I? Oh, I'm missing such an obvious one, I'm sure. So, what, are you, what are you going to give me? Four clubs? Two. Two? Two yeah. clubs. Andy, can we hear more than two? Oh, I'll say three. Okay. You, you want to go for four, no, Marcus? No, no, and I'm sure. That it, go on. All right, then, Andy. Hit us. Phil, ah. Phil Jagielka, four clubs. No, three. Sorry, three clubs. <laughs> Sheffield United. Everton. Yep. <laughs> Derby. Well played. Yeah, Derby's, Derby's a tough one, isn't it? But um, what, yeah. Who was the other one? The, the other one was Stoke City. He also oh, he played for Sheffield United really twice, he of did, course, yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I believe he's currently at Stoke City. So yeah, still still, still find him. Still oh, find Phil Jagielka. Oh, of Jagielka. course, because he left Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's easy to say now, isn't it? It easy is. To say I wouldn't now. have got that. See, I, d- I didn't know that. I didn't know that. No. Anyway, well, we'll play on. for Derby. So one 0 Andy. So um, yeah, already okay, Andy, your um, your <laughs> your first player. Uh, you obviously get the chance to go first. Played for five clubs. Alex, Brazilian Alex. Oh, bloody hell! Five clubs. There are, there are lots of Brazilian Alexes. I can't tell you who he played for, can I? So um, right, I, I I think I think I know who you mean. The homophobic one who was a centre back and really good from free kicks. <laughs> That'll do. I don't know. I don't know about the bald centre back. Yeah. yeah, Andy, that's yeah. the one I think. Yeah, it is. that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bald okay. Brazilian centre back. Okay. Egg. Not 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 Fenerbahce, Alex, who also had no hair. This is very confusing. Okay, I'll go three. Three clubs. Oh, you got any more, you got any, Absolute you got any more than three. No, I for an don't. Alex, where you're not entirely even sure who he is. Well, I have definitely got yeah. two. I was confident with a third guess. I'm not guessing two. Go on, Andy. Okay. Go two nil up. Give us your three. Oh, this bloody game. PSV. Oh, I did get the right one. Yes. <laughs> That's important. Right. I will need his full name next time. Um, Chelsea. Corinthians. Yes! Wow. <laughs> the joy! I'm just glad I got one. Face. I just haven't been whitewashed. Yeah. Um, so he did not play for Corinthians. He played for Santos, played for Chelsea, then went on loan to PSV, played for Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, and then I'm AC amazed Milan. you didn't say oh, PSG. Uh, Who was the last one, sorry? AC Milan. Oh, do you know, I forgot about AC Milan. I cannot believe oh, you didn't say PSG, Andy. I can't, I can't believe that. I had PSG and Chelsea. Destroyed his character, didn't oh. remember his career. Ah, oh, delayed, the inevitable. Come right. on! <laughs> <laughs> so, Marcus, you're up. This player. In a way, I've already won. Cl- it, uh, let's see about that. Let's see about that when you hear you're this. You're an next irritating day. man, aren't you? <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, are you going to take that? I am, right, actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. If anything, I don't think it's enough. Okay. Right, so, um, next player. Yeah. Play for six clubs. Uh-huh. It's Zat Knight. I'll piss off. <laughs> Just piss. No, but, but which oh. which that night? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Yeah. So that night, Marcus, you've got six clubs to choose from. What can I get a number from you? I'm gonna push the boat out and say three. Three. Three right. for that night. Go on, em. Can I hit you? No, no, you, no, I'm not going not even messing that. around. <laughs> not dignifying it with a response. <laughs> um Fulham. How many clubs are you going three. for? Three. Oh, sorry. Three. So okay, so Fulham is correct. Yeah. 
Um, West Ham? I'm afraid not, mate. No, that's that's a shame. So Zat Knight started at Fulham. Yeah. He then went on loan to Peterborough United. Uh, he played for Aston Villa, Bolton oh. Wanderers, Colorado Rapids and Reading. He was also at Rushall Olympic, but they're non-pro, so don't I could picture count. him in that claret and blue and it was yeah. Aston Villa. So that is 2-1 to Andy Brassel. Brassel. High quality game this, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> You know, business end of the season. This is like like United Chelsea from last night. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Who's United? Who's Chelsea? That's the question. I've had my Ronaldo moment. It was when you slipped up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Andy. So your next player has played for six clubs. He is the king of the dink. He is Carlos Vela. How many clubs can you name? Oh, okay. (sighs) Writing furiously. Uh, Oh, not furiously. All right, thoughtfully. Oh, Six clubs for Carlos Vela. Uh, there's, there's, there's guesses, there's pitfalls here. It's a tough one. We, don't want, we don't want pitfalls. Three clubs. Three. We want pit bulls. Can you go four, Marcus? I mean, you, I mean, you, you have, have to, to go stay in four. the game, isn't it? Yeah. Well, have you definitely got three? Well, no, but... It's always worth asking. Yeah. To see. <laughs> <laughs> for a minute, I thought he was going to actually... Uh... I, I've got surprise. I'm, I'm surprised at how few I've got, actually. Can I hear four from you, Marcus, or are you going to let Andy try and trip himself up? I'm just taking a moment, Jim. That sounded like you, like a hernia, like yeah. you just giving yourself a hernia in that moment. I'm going to have to push you, Marcus. We don't have all day. Let Andy do his three. Okay, Andy Brassel, give me three clubs for Carlos Vela. Los Angeles FC. Mm-hmm. Real Sociedad. Uh, he's got him. Arsenal. Andy Brassel wins. Oh, that one yeah, they, they were the three I had. Yeah, your other options were uh, Salamanca, Osasuna, both of those were on loan from Arsenal, yeah. West Brom. Oh, and, uh, yeah, well, that was it. You got everyone else, didn't you? So it was yeah. Arsenal, Celta Vigo on loan, but didn't play any games. Salamanca on loan, Osasuna on loan, West Bromwich on loan, uh, Raul Sociedad on loan. Went there permanently, then moved to Los Angeles FC, Fair where play. he still is. Can, so. can I give Jim a brief round of applause for letting the whole theme tune play? Well done, Jim. <laughs> like, like Kate normally cuts it off after like two yeah. seconds. She's like, all right, I'm, I'm <laughs> bored of that, that now. So thank you for showing the respect to the game. Mm-hmm. Equally, I would play Jim's game again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm sure you will. I would. Sure we still got one more to do. But we do. I, that was so annoying. I had those three and I thought, he didn't play for a Mexico side. I can't guess Chivas yes. or something. Yes. So I thought sod it and mm. I lost. Yeah, fair enough. Let's it have happens, a bit of pride. West, West Brom, I had, uh, I'd forgotten yeah. about. Um, West, West Brom are almost in the Sunderland zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aren't they? They're definitely, they're not in quite there, Luke's but they're game. definitely in the, in the yeah. same sort of profile. Mm-hmm. Right, so we've got yeah. one, uh, one, one, one guess left. So, Marcus, this is your chance to at least, uh, you know, make the scoreline look like a five it was competitive. <laughs> so, this player has played for seven clubs. Yeah. He is Matthew Taylor. Now, again, I feel justified in saying which Matt Taylor. Yeah. yeah I, we know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. <sighs> Two. Two? Yeah. Okay, Andy, can I hear three? Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll take three. I'm not confident, but I'll take three. Okay. I think you'd be confident with three. All right. <laughs> on, so, so hit me. Hit me with Matthew Taylor. Portsmouth. If that was wrong, it would be a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> is that Matt Taylor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I say Taylor. Portsmouth again? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, West Ham United. I forgot he played for West Ham. Have a little Northampton. Oh, 
Love that. Andy Brassel. Very well played. Very, very good. Very well played. That's why he's the champ. It is why he's the champ. So that's a 4-1. 4-1 victory, is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So not not quite a whitewash, but yeah. still. <laughs> that's why I celebrated uh, so you, much. Yeah, you have still been routinely battered. But yeah. I hope it uh, I hope it doesn't affect the weekend. I, I, I should still think the so. Keys. I, I, Give him the keys back. Yeah, you have the keys back. So yeah. who were the other clubs? The other clubs were, yeah. So he started off at Luton Town, then went to Portsmouth, uh, then Bolton Wanderers, West Ham United, Burnley, Northampton Town, and then he finished up at Swindon Town. Mm. What a shitey selection of players in Jim's game today. Yeah. Do you think? Mm. Mind you, though. I thought, anyone... I thought they were all pretty much in your wheelhouse, to be fair. As if, Andy. <laughs> what, the Brazilian defender, Alex? Come on, Andy. Stick the I couldn't in. even work Stick out which one it was. <laughs> well, there we are, everybody. Um, Andy Brassel is the champion once he again. He can, his reign of terror continues. <laughs> Fair play, fair play to you, Brassel. I need, I need my own, own little molehill. I think I've won it. I, I, I realise I can't aspire to Marcus Mount. I'll never have that Brassel place Bridge. in the hearts of the people. You win too much. That's your but I just like, like a little, little molehill. Brassel you know, Bridge? Brassel Bump, maybe? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Brassel Bump, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting Northampton Town for Matt Taylor was particularly impressive, though, I have yeah, to I deserve, say. I deserve a, a golf a gopher hole in Caddyshack. I should for, say so. For that, right? I should say so. Well, there we are, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. The gate is open. The weekend is here. <laughs> Get yourself some pit ball on. It's fireball time, baby. <laughs> have a lovely one. Thank you very much, Andy Brassel. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Go forth and have lols. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.